Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, November 25th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. <laughs> and I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steve. I almost didn't remember how to do this, Ashley. I know. It was it was very confusing for me as well. I know. Well, first off, <laughs> I want to thank you and James for holding down the fort while I was gone. Obviously, yeah. you were both incredibly capable, but uh, nonetheless, it always feels weird for me to be gone for that long. Uh, even, it was a good time. Yeah. Normally, when I'm in New York, this, you know... This is the first time you've been on the team since I've uh, headed up there. So normally I was like recording at seven in the morning and I'm like barely sleeping and everything. I barely was sleeping for other reasons, like other work related reasons. But this was great to be able to just kind of like let y'all run the show. Uh, and Good I to take some of the load off, yeah. so you're not like I only saw getting th- two hours of sleep yeah. on your 18 shows it, or however it was many 17, it ended up but, being. 17, okay. Yeah. Only because I didn't only go 17. see American Utopia. Although Ashley, right. Ashley Lee, uh, someone who I connected with via Twitter, thanks to you, yeah, um, reached out and invited me, but it was uh, too late. I was already uh, somewhere else, damn. but. Um, but it was 17 shows, concerts, uh, you know, all those kind of things. If you want to hear all about my trip, James and I recapped it on Patreon in three different installments that we did throughout yes. the week. So head over to Patreon. Teasing. Yes, very and teasing the Tamanini files all week. Yes, yes, it was teased in this very feed. But if you want to hear the full recap of everything, head over to Patreon.com/slash Broadway Radio, BroadwayRadio.com/slash Patreon. Uh, become a patron, and you can get all of those episodes. Um, really enjoyed it. I appreciate all the feedback and, and reaching out and questions that people had. Um, great trip. Not the best. Like I hit, I, I had some duds, Ashley. I, yeah. You know, some things that I knew they probably weren't going to be very good, but it was like, I need to see this. Sure. I need to see these people. I can think of at least one for sure. I can think of two. I can think of two. <laughs> okay. Especially there's maybe one or two others that were like, eh. Um, but I should have trusted my gut and gone for things that I know maybe not have been the most flashy, but I, I went with the things with some names yeah. and some people that I enjoy. Uh, but I'm glad I saw them. Spring, I think, will be even better. Whenever I come in the uh, spring of 2020, I- I'm sure there will be even more exciting things now, to get into. If you had to pick your absolute favorite thing you saw, what would that be? Man, that's... oh. That is tough. Um, or like your top 17. <laughs> well, the top two is easy. The top two is easy. Okay. It's seared and soft power. Correct. Uh, those two, Yes, I know you enjoy both of those two. Correct uh, answer. The, the, those were astonishingly yes, good. absolutely. And uh, we're going to talk about one of them I was going to say, uh, we, got, just a little we bit. got good news. Goodish, like it's well, good, yeah. and but it's also bad, um, and we'll talk about that uh, in a bit. But uh, just want to point out that those are both off-Broadway things that involve at least half of their writing team uh, being women. So just Again, not that there's necessarily <laughs> right correlation causation. First, I'll yeah. let you determine, but I'm just saying, seared, written by a woman. The score mm-hmm. for Soft Power, written by a woman, yeah. just. Just saying. But Just anyway, uh, speaking back, of <laughs> yeah, speaking of female playwrights on Saturday in this very podcast feed, earlier, if you are a patron, the great Jan Simpson interviewed Alexis Shear, the playwright behind Our Dear Dead Drug Lord, which has extended off-Broadway into early 2020. So check out that interview. It was a fantastic conversation. So check that out. And then on This Week on Broadway, uh, James, Peter, and Michael talked about a bunch of different things, including A Christmas Carol on Broadway, Pump Girl at Irish Rep, Avita at City Center, and and much, much more, including The Crucible, which I saw at Bedlam, yeah. uh, which was very, very good as well. The um, 
the woman who played Abigail. I know you like. I was gonna say. I know phenomenal. you liked the leads in that because yeah, that was Abigail. a uh, that snippet of that episode was for everybody. Yes, yes. The 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 three leads, especially the Abigail, John, and Elizabeth, were all great. But yeah. especially the Abigail, she was mm-hmm. really really good. It's a very. It's not a mod. It's not like they make it modern in terms of the setting or the costumes or anything but the show was obviously written in the 60s to represent you know it's allegorical to things that happened in the 60s and unfortunately those things that happened in the 60s are still very much happening today everything old is Uh, new again yes so um props to arthur miller for being able to see the prescient uh nature of uh, american society being a dumpster fire but Anyway, Ashley, let's get into the <laughs> news because back. we're going to start off. With, yeah, we're going to start off with something that is very much not a dumpster fire. In fact, it is news about one of my favorite underappreciated shows. We have previously talked about the fact that rumors had been swirling for quite a while that Disney's Aida might be heading out on tour in the next year. Well, according to an equity casting notice from last week, they will be having a developmental lab for this new production in March of 2020. As we have previously discussed about former Broadway cast member for the show, Sheil Williams will be directing and Tony nominee Camille A. Brown will be choreographing. Ooh, very nice. The rumors yeah the rumors about this actually is that it will go out on tour and then come to broadway whether that is going to be an open-ended run on broadway once it gets here or if it will be kind of like an extended tour stop that's not yet known but i loved aida i saw the original cast of aida except uh sherry renee scott had already left so Uh, i saw great pop star taylor dane oh as amneris interesting Uh, yeah, uh, but I, I saw Heather and Adam and just absolutely. Great cast. I think I saw Mickey Dolan's in it too as uh, huh. uh, Ram uh, Romney or whatever Adam Pascal's character's dad. Maybe uh. I don't know if that's right or if I'm misremembering that or if I watched a bootleg or something. But <laughs> I, I am all for Aida coming back I, to I Broadway am too, for sure. Yeah. With a, a score by Elton John and Tim Rice, it really is uh, fantastic. And it's really the only Disney Broadway musical that wasn't based on a Disney film. They've had yes. they've been involved with some plays yes. um, that weren't based on Disney Disney uh, musicals. But it really is an underappreciated score. And if you don't know Aida, listen to it. It is fantastic. And what a great creative team to bring it back to with Williams and Camille Brown. Yeah, the, the one concern I have is that Williams was a member of the the original cast, so I, I I'm a, a little, little concerned bit of that they an might attachment. yeah it might recreate that original. Now that sure. I don't know that she hasn't said that, but um I I hope that they bring it into a kind of a more modern representation and don't feel too beholden to the things that were done originally. But either way, having somebody who knows the show that well certainly should exactly, be yes. a, a benefit. Yes. All right, so this week is going to be very very weird. Not. <laughs> Only on the Broadway, but in but around theater in general. So let's get into this week's theatrical schedule. Um, I, I will start off with, I will have a link to this week's Broadway playing schedule um, in the show notes. It is very much uh, all over the place yeah. because of the Thanksgiving holiday on Thursday. But there will be a few shows, a handful of shows that have performances on Thanksgiving evening. So 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock. There will be, I, I think, around 7 or 8 different shows that do however most of them won't so that shout out to understudies yeah seriously (laughs) isn't that the case um but 
that means the the schedules will be all over the place. A ton of shows have matinees on Friday. Um, so check out this schedule if you want to see a Broadway show this week. But now to the regularly scheduled stuff. Tonight, off-Broadway, New York Theater Workshop will begin performances for the new musical adaptation of the wonderful independent film Sing Street. This one has a book by Enda Walsh and has music and lyrics by John Carney and Gary Clark and is directed by Rebecca Tashman and is based on the book that was or, uh, based on the motion picture that was written and directed by John Carney. This show is is also choreographed by Sonia Taya and I I've mentioned before actually that I absolutely love yeah, this film you're a fan. and and i'm very much disappointed that this is starting in november after i've already gone home <laughs> yeah um, but it is they didn't it has listen extended... to your pleas unlike every no. other show i know bastard <laughs> um but they have extended into the 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 final full weekend of january tickets ain't cheap though Mm-mm. like the cheapest yeah. there are no tickets uh under under 100 bucks at this point but i will just say Ashley, that while I might not have gotten to see this show at New York Theater Workshop, mm-hmm. I feel pretty confident in saying that I will see this show in 2020. Say, I think you will get a larger chance to see it, especially New York Theater Workshop has had such a good string of shows. Seriously, Yeah, they've had a great run. And I would not be surprised if I say maybe I had to, you know, <laughs> get my head checked for any uh, lyceum uh, in, in my hair. Uh, oh, that was awful. Oh, that I tried. Was, that I was really very bad. <laughs> I really tried, especially because I have no hair. I, was, um, I, was, but I, tried. I wasn't anyway, going to say, but yeah. That's fine. I, I'm very best. open about my baldness. It wasn't but, your best. <laughs> no, <laughs> I tried. I had nothing. Um, anyway, so on Tuesday, we will begin previews out in Seattle for the new musical adaptation of Mrs. Doubtfire. This show will run through December 29th. Starring, of course, Rob McClure as the role made famous by Robin Williams on screen. It is playing at the Fifth Avenue Theater. The book is written by Carrie Kirkpatrick and John O'Farrell with music and lyrics by Wayne Kirkpatrick and Carrie Kirkpatrick, their mm-hmm. brothers. It's directed by Jerry Zaks with something choreography by too. Lauren Lataro. Yes, uh, they, they penned Something Rotten, which obviously Rob McClure had a long run in yep. as a replacement. Um, of course, uh, my favorite ensemble member of all time, um, Cameron Adams, is in this mm. show, as well as longtime One Life to Live co-star Peter Bartlett, who was also in Something <laughs> yes, Rotten, indeed. and he is in it, as well as uh, Jen Gambatisse, um, K.J. Hippensteel, Brad Oscar. Um, Again in Something Rotten. Exactly. <laughs> Emily Scarpacci, um, uh, Travis uh, Waldschmidt, some, fami- f- some familiar names in there as well doreen montalvo is in it so uh really interested to hear how this one goes ashley because of all of the hubbub that we have talked about and others have talked about around tootsie i'm wondering how a show about a dude in a dress does obviously the, the 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 focus of this show is very different than that of tootsie correct um where in Tootsie, Michael does it to basically steal a role from a woman uh, as an actor. This is so the main character um, is trying to figure out a way to see his kids while he's going through a messy divorce. It's a little different. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if that will change the reaction to it. Um, it's a little I'm suspect. It's, it's a little different, but I think the argument is still that it's still for the yes. benefit of the man. To yes, absolutely. Uh, 
Absolutely. And I do think if I remember correctly, and it's been a long time since I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire, mm. the other difference is, is that in Tootsie, Michael purposely makes the decision to pose as a woman where I think in Mrs. Doubtfire, it might have been like one of those weird happenstance things where it just kind of happened. I don't remember. But I, like you said, I don't know that the context think is going to change it enough. His, well, I think he's an actor and it's a character or something. Well, he's an actor and his brother, played by Harvey Firestein, is a makeup artist. And he goes to Harvey Firestein's character and asks, can you make me into a woman? Right. But I think it might be after he's already committed to being Mrs. Doubtfire. It doesn't matter. Oh, but right. I, yes. Yes. Because he's reading from the newspaper. Right. So I... I I don't remember exactly, but I don't think it matters. I'm still a little suspect. I love the people involved in this. Yeah. I enjoyed something rotten quite a bit. Um, I very much. So, but, so, so, yeah, so we'll see. I, my fingers are crossed for everybody involved. All right, that brings us to Thursday, which is, of course, Thanksgiving. We've already talked about the weird Broadway performance schedule, but everybody in the Broadway community must, absolutely must, Get up early to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, or at least set your DVR to record it. Yes. Um, because there will be the parade, not on one, but two different channels. As always, we will have the parade proper on NBC, and then there will be the parade with some cutaways to different Broadway performances on CBS. We already know that on the parade itself, we will see performances from Ain't Too Proud, Beetlejuice, Hades Town, Tina the Tina Turner Musical, and the Radio City Rockettes. CBS has not yet announced which Broadway shows will be performing. I would not be surprised if that happened today. But based on some social media stuff, it appears that Mean Girls will be performing. Oh, interesting. So, All right. Yeah, so they always do like the shows that are like in their second year on Broadway. <laughs> I was going to say, um, turn back time. Yeah. Yeah, it's because because all like the first year shows are in the parade, right? And then the shows that maybe performed on the parade last year get the the, the stuff uh, on CBS. So we will have a complete how to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade guide in the show notes. Then let's go on to Friday as things kind of get back to somewhat normal. On Friday, we have the first preview performance on Broadway for the latest Broadway edition of The Illusionists. Um, I saw Darren Brown's Secret on Broadway, much different than than this magic show. Um, but this one is going to run through January 5th at Neil Simon. I've interviewed one of The Illusionists, not one that's on this show, but um, I'd see Darren Brown personally. Um, but... If this is your thing, this always sells super well. Sure, so yeah. if this is your thing, you can head over to the Simon through January 5th. Then moving to Saturday, we have a pair of closings. First up is The Great Society on Broadway. The second play about LBJ by Tony by Pulitzer and Tony winner Robert Schenken. This one, I think, had hoped to extend. Yeah, but the, wasn't. The box office <laughs> did not let that yeah. happen. Uh, also closing will be the Les Miserables staged concert in the West End. It was a 16-week only uh, engagement featuring Michael Ball, Alfie Bowe, Carrie Hope Fletcher, Matt Lucas, and more. But that means with this one closing, they will return to the original home, mm -hmm. formerly the Queen's Theater, now the Stephen Sondheim Theater, Correct. where the newly redesigned show, which we have seen on tour in the, the States mm -hmm. for like 10 years, yeah. will take over. The turntable is no more. Yeah, Sans turntable. R.I.P. turntable. Very, very controversial. It's just, I don't, I mean, I understand why they did it. It's to save money. Of course. But it just, it just seems really sad that that staging is no longer able to be seen anywhere. 
So anyway, uh, all right. So then we go to Sunday where we have another set of closings. That is December 1st off Broadway. We have the closings of the Michaels at the public theater, Bella Bella, uh, from Manhattan theater club and forbidden Broadway, the next generation. All right, Ashley, that brings us to one last little bit of news, and this is one that we teased at the beginning. It was announced on Friday that the off-Broadway production of Soft Power will receive a new cast album from Ghost Light Records. And while this is incredibly exciting, I'm very, very happy that I'm going to get to listen to this incredible score by Janine Tesori. I'm sad because that probably means that this is not going to transfer to Broadway yeah, uh, it does, that's that's not necessarily true. I mean, they could be using this as a way to kind of gin up some interest. I am not somebody that necessarily always feels like everything has to go to Broadway, right. but I am sad because that means if it doesn't go to Broadway, I'm not going to get to see it again. <laughs> um, and so really, it's just me <laughs> being selfish. Fair. Yeah, because um, because it was fantastic. I saw the final performance. Yeah, it, yeah it, I forgot about that. It's so good. I love this show, and I wish I could see it again. Um, I don't know that it, I, I, I doubt that it would ever make money on the Broadway. Right. It would Which have is to what be. My thought was, I don't think it's a show for Broadway, and I think no. moving it to a Broadway house would diminish it totally. But again, this is not about anybody other than me. <laughs> yeah, of course, this is about me, <laughs> and I want to see it's it again. Not about me. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you, the prom R.I.P. Um, never forget. Yeah. No, never forget the prom. Um, so I'm very happy about the cast album. Conrad Ricamora Brilliant. Um, is Brilliant. phenomenal. The entire cast is great. But, you know, I just I wanted to see it again. You know, I, and and it, it, it saddens me that more people are not going to get to see it. Although it did extend multiple times at the public. So maybe... Everybody who wanted should have got but... in, yeah. Guess so. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. It was but... really, really good. I've never yeah. laughed harder at really a specific. Well, I I haven't laughed that hard in a very long time at the McDonald's number, which if you saw it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, ironically, between that and Scotland, PA, there was a lot of McDonald's humor <laughs> on my trip. No. <laughs> very yeah, strange. A lot of McDonald's. The, humor, des- so. the main destination of New York. I mean, I always stop in there oh. if I have to go to the bathroom. Well, yes, exactly. I mean, always. That's that's why you hit the McDonald's. Premier destination. Know, but, yeah, it's clean-ish bathrooms in Times Square. <laughs> anyway, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Ashley, where can people find you? I know. Know. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. Um, we will be here with regular shows m- today, Tuesday and Wednesday. I We don't exactly know exactly what will happen uh, on Thursday and Friday. We probably will I have something. We're... It will not be today on Broadway. Right. Um, I think we'll have some, some something else in the feed. Um, so make surprise. sure to check that out. Uh, yeah, so, to us too. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to hear my recaps of uh, all of my shows and concerts, some great concerts, um, one of my favorite like moments not a show but one of my favorite moments was was watching taylor amon jones sing she used to be mine at broadway uh, sing sarah borellis yes. at green room 42 not only was taylor amon jones fantastic but i was sending sitting at a table with um 
my dear friend Kira Kennedy, mm-hmm. who was the understudy for to say you Jenna got a souvenir on your trip. Don't yes, Jack. She autographed the set list for me. Um, uh, but I was sitting at the table with her, and she was living. And this Aww. is somebody who's gone on for Jenna yeah. and no, and sing has sung that song. But she was flipping out <laughs> at how Taylor Ramon Jones saw that. So I. Amazing. I think it was in my Instagram story. I don't think I posted it there, but if you can track down video of it, I know it's out there. Taylor Monjones singing She Used to Be Mine is great, as was Kira Kennedy singing Manhattan ah. and Door Number 3, which was the cut song oh, from, from Waitress. So favorites. check those out. But if you want to hear all of those uh, trip recap shows, head over to patreon.com slash Radio. Ashley, I think you and I will be back tomorrow, yes, right? Indeed. All right, everybody, have a great Monday, and we will talk to you on Tuesday.